Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Barely Bookish podcast. So if you have not finished the Rebecca book, please finish it before you start this episode because there's going to be immediate spoilers for the rest of the book. Uh, so please make sure you do that um, just because I got too excited. So uh, we will not be finishing the book this episode, but um, the majority of the book is known at this point. So please make sure you finish it. Um, that way you just don't get any spoilers that you don't want to have. Also coming up for this Friday, uh, we will be having the Rebecca movie over on Patreon for our monthly Patreon exclusive. So that movie will be the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Um, and then there should be a, another little surprise later this month. So please check out the Patreon and consider subscribing it really helps support this podcast. Um, but if you can't uh, do the Patreon right now, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend. It's so helpful. Um, yeah, but in terms of December recommendations, I hope you guys are reading something fun. I usually don't do mood readings, but this month I'm reading Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. And let me tell you, I am kind of obsessed. It is very good. It's big big hallmark vibes and i know there's a hallmark movie so i'm very excited to watch that um but now i'm kind of wanting like winter books which i've never wanted before but that's a lot of fun also i did just finish these hollow vows uh which i really really loved i thought it was really well done um was not expecting to really like it all that much but I thought it was really good, and now I'm very excited to read the next book whenever it comes out. Um, hopefully soon. I, I know it comes out, like, next year, but I'm, I'm trying to manifest that it'll come out sooner. But yeah, without further ado, let's get in the episode and, you know, talk about Rebecca. So before I even get into introducing anybody or any introductions, all I have to say is, I was right! I was <laughs> right! I was right! And I just need that to be on record right here at the beginning, because I had been saying this since the very first recording, <laughs> that this man murdered Rebecca. As soon okay. as I read that, I was like, oh my god, Rachel's gonna be so happy. <laughs> I was like, the funny thing is I filmed the TikTok before I said anything. And I was like, you know, uh, I predict that he actually killed his first wife. And not even three chapters after I recorded that TikTok, it, he was like, yeah, I did kill her. And I was like, I knew it! I knew yeah. it! I was and now so I'm relieved. I don't have to pretend. I know. Like, I don't know anymore. <laughs> Yeah. And now I like him more. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by. Like, I always liked him. It's all right. But I just, I wanted that for the cold opening because I was just, I was so happy <laughs> when I read that. I was like, I feel, I feel like I'm not a monster now. You know, I was correct. <laughs> um, I knew it and I just needed that on record. Yes, you Noted. did it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. but to be fair jen is really bad at guessing stuff <laughs> i am i don't even i suck i'm the worst at guessing stuff 
I'm gonna not lie to you though here. I would have felt really bad if at the end of it, like it was just a really traumatic death for him, and like he just doesn't want to talk about it, and like the mention of her name like brings him to tears so much that he just gets upset. Like, yeah. Then you really would be a monster. But... I would feel like a horrible person. So I feel <laughs> um, better that I was correct. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Barely Bookish Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Rebecca, uh, the two lovely co-hosts of the Best Book Club Podcast. Hi. Hello. I am just excited that we're finally getting to this real serious action. I was like, before this, I was like, okay, this is not a bad read, but I'm like, not sure why you love this so much. And then (laughs) we got to this part, and I was like, oh, Yes, this is it. I am known for enjoying slow, boring books, though. Yeah. So if it just kept on going on and nothing happened, it would also not be a surprise. (laughs) I mean, can't you just like love that sometimes? Like those good like slice of life's. Once in a while, I'm like, oh, nice. Like this book feels so good on my brain to read. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere is just so ridiculously potent that mm-hmm. I, ugh, I rereading it, I'm just absorbing. It. I'm like, oh, that's right. I love this book. Yeah. Plus, it's written in 1938, but feels very much like it's written now. Like it feels way more modern. There's nothing tricky about the language. Yeah. See, every time I read it, though, I don't know. I think I just keep throwing them in the past because I'm so used to, like, reading, like, classic literature that whenever... I think it's because of the fact that it's an estate. If it wasn't an estate and it was, like, just, like, a normal single-family home, I don't think I would do this nearly as much. But, like, anytime the word estate comes in, they're in 1800s. And then they're like, oh, you know, they're... Uh, replacing the bulbs outside. I'm like, bulbs? <laughs> There's no what? bulbs in 1800? I was like, excuse me. Um, that's not how that works. Uh, wrong wording, but okay. So anyways, we are starting on chapter 16. And like, it just kind of throws you in with the fact that our main character does not like people. And I love that for her. I really do. Because she's like, ugh, there's a visitor's coming. No one's expecting them, but here they are. We wanted to hide, but we didn't have time. <laughs> what a mood. Which, fair yeah. enough. I love the part when they all leave. She's like, oh, and the relief when they leave. Does everybody feel this? <laughs> like, yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like when your parents had friends over when you're a kid and you're like, don't really want to come out of your room but you feel like you kind of have to and you're like Mm -hmm. well same vibe (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. so our main character kind of struggles with everything including making tea which honestly kind of a mood because if it doesn't come in a little tea packet no one's getting it it's not Mm -hmm. happening right like how do you even do that loose leaf what that no (laughs) I recently found out that you're supposed to like boil tea at different temperatures to get it to do different things and taste better. Yeah, that won't happen. That's... You get hot. <laughs> yeah, it's. I own a coffee shop, and it's kind of the same with coffee. But even mm-hmm. me for that, no, no, just boiling it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you can get like kettles 
that will do, you're like, oh, I'm going to do a green tea. And then it'll mm-hmm. take it to exactly the green tea temperature. I don't have one. But that would be the only case in which I might actually do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted an electric kettle, but now I'm in such a small apartment that um, the only way I'm going to ever make tea is just by boiling water in a microwave because I don't have anywhere to store anything. Uh, my bookshelf is also a spice cabinet. So... Yeah. Oh, we should keep the spices with like erotic novels. And that can be your <laughs> spicy shelf. Yeah. Oh wait, I love that. Oh my wait, no, I'm gonna do that. Like I <laughs> love that. I will be like just sharing this audio anytime someone asks me about it. Um I will keep it on my phone as like a voice memo so that everyone knows. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, love that. Perfect. Because right now it's just we have a lot of spices because my boyfriend loves cooking and he is a spice master. And so this is going to be perfect. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh my God. So thank goodness Frank is at this party or not party. I guess it's like a small social gathering, but he is playing the part of host very well uh, because our main girl cannot do anything. And like, I mean, she was kind of thrown into this. So it's really not her fault because if you've never been a host for like fancy rich people, how would you know what to do? That's got to be stressful. I wouldn't want to do it. No, no thanks. Plus Frank's getting paid, I'm sure. Oh yeah. I don't know what his job title is. Still don't know, but. He seems like he's doing great. He's a very good friend. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a good friend that like just pays you to be alive and I want that job. So (laughs) if you're rich and you want a friend to just, you know, pay for, I am sounding like I'm asking to be a sugar baby. I retract this. Can you just be a sugar friend? Yeah, sugar friend. Can I be a, I don't know. Will someone be my glucose guardian and just take care of me, please? <laughs> I want to just be paid to be vegan alive, and that's my Ronald Crest. Thank you. So it turns out that the guest is Lady Crowen, and that's a name. But uh, she's the one who brought up the ball, and apparently that's very taboo. So once again, she decides to bring it up, and she's like, hey, throw this fun big ball. And I just like the idea that you have a guest come over to your house, and they demand that you do other things. I think that was the whole point. I think she got this group together, said mm-hmm. we're going to blindside them, show up at their house, make them make us tea, uh-huh. and then we're going to make them throw a ball. God, it had to cost so much money. Yeah. Like, it's this is, to me, on the same wavelength as inviting yourself to dinner when people are like, oh, I'm going to go grab food. And then they're like, oh, I'll come. And you're like, I didn't realize that I was inviting you, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Same vibe. Like, she's definitely just twisting their hand in this moment. Yeah, it was so pushy and awkward, and I felt very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just thought about sending out to another city to have a dress made. That would cost, oh, and then, oh, you guys, I'm so cheap. Mm-hmm. There is no way. There would have been paper cups at this <laughs> thing if I had thrown it. <laughs> but I am so cheap. I want you to realize that even in high school, a military ball homecoming dress for me never cost more than fifty dollars. 
20 bucks on sale mariposa (laughs) most of mine were about 20 at ross and then i got for my senior military ball i spent like 48 on a really cute dress i liked so i know i was like all right i'll you know really go out on this one yeah no i i would if i was rich i would definitely be sending out to london for my dress think that like if i was rich i still would have no concept of like having money like (laughs) i was so broke for so long that even right now i have a little bit of extra money i'm like "Mm, what do i like i I don't ever use it and so i'm just like (laughs) well i have like a great savings account but i just you know i could have probably afforded to go and get takeout but my brain says no 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 it cannot afford (laughs) My husband, I'll be like, we have no money. He's like, we have this in the account. I was like, no, that's invisible money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't that's even. not yours. <laughs> Don't even look at that money. <laughs> well, it's like I also tricked myself into like as my serving cash money, I I have it for rent. So like even cash money is real money. Because usually most people, cash money is fake money. You're, if your account doesn't go down, you simply did not spend money. Yeah. And yeah, apparently I... Uh, really just tricked myself out of that one so my brain could knock it over i'm like oh my god just go to rebecca's closet she has so much stuff right nobody's yeah. gonna know yeah i mean i guess it's all specially made to her ridiculous figure but whatever oh mrs danvers would have known she would have known and actually maybe everybody would have known as we will see <laughs> as soon. everyone did know <laughs> yep <laughs> So as soon as the ball is brought up, our main character just retreats even further into herself. Like at this point, she's like, what is that? Convexed? I don't know. I feel I can't remember which one's in and which one's out. Anyways, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> she is just like fully at this point hollow. She is like all the way inside herself. And she's like, Maxim's going to be mad. I don't want to have this conversation. She's trying to figure out ways to get out of it. And I feel really bad for her because she's just like an anxious little bean. Yep. She really is. So Maxim says that he hasn't even thought about the ball and that they'd have to ask Frank because Frank would have to do all the planning, which like Frank, what a guy. Yeah. (laughs) So that's not obviously not a lawyer. So. (laughs) He's said to be a bachelor. And Mm -hmm. I watched a video the other day that said in older things, bachelors were actually gay men. So, yes. So that is, once I started thinking that when I was reading it, Mm -hmm. because you weren't allowed to be gay. So they say with spinsters tended to be just Mm -hmm. a way of not saying Mm -hmm. why these women were single and old and didn't have children. But interesting once i started looking at it like that i was like oh okay well maybe totally makes sense that they'll put the party planning on the gay guy (laughs) listen i love that for frank (laughs) yeah and also why he didn't take up rebecca yeah yeah which i will have a lot more to talk about when we get to the rebecca parts okay (laughs) but like oh so now they start harassing the main character to get her to approve the party and ta- talk Maxim into it. And I'm like, you're talking to the wrong girl. Okay, like, she is not on any of your sides right now. She does <laughs> not want this to happen. She doesn't even want to be having this conversation. And they're like, maybe if we just bully her into it, she'll do it. 
And it, it worked. worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. So they decide to have this party in honor of the main character because she's the bride, even though they're already married, but whatever. Um, and she's literally fully says that she's like, why are we doing this when we didn't even have a traditional wedding? Like, this doesn't make any sense. I kind of like, okay, girl, I see you, but also relaxed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the main character decides to keep her dress choice a secret and at the time i said this is fun it's not fun it quickly changed to not being <sighs> fun it was uh i very much knew that it was not going to be fun <laughs> yeah i was like at first i was like oh that's kind of cute and then like the more they talked about it, i'm like this is not going to end well yeah. Well, first she's just so excited about it that I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're gonna be let down." Mm-hmm. And then when Mrs. Danvers comes in, I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. No, no. The first time she actually does a thing, mm-hmm. it goes like that. This is one of my favorite parts of the book because it is so ridiculously so, cruel. It's so yeah. bad. So bad. Oh. It hurt it's me. My style. Yeah. Oh, it like. <laughs> physically hurts the cringe (laughs) so yeah the main character is just like talking about how she's getting tired of max from treating her like a child and then she like starts as she's like leaving this entire situation all the guests are gone she starts crying because she thinks maxim is missing rebecca which like looking back on it oof (laughs) (laughs) so uh our main character is also hiding from mrs danvers which is an entire mood because i hate that woman (laughs) completely so trash bag an absolute trash bag um and then we're kind of like flash forward like just speeding up this timeline and our main character does not know what she's gonna wear to the boss uh, the costume ball and she's still trying to figure it out but, like my favorite thing is like she's not really coming up with any ideas at all and like how hard is it to get a Halloween costume <laughs> right. and then she ends up wearing a blue dress your husband said a hundred times be Alice in Wonderland all you need is a black hair ribbon you're yeah. done you're done <laughs> yeah but uh yeah Mrs. Danvers gave her the advice and like we all knew this was not gonna go well um it just no oh don't then, listen like, to mrs danvers okay she thing, hates you yeah the thing that bothers me is mrs danvers gives her advice for her to dress up like uh max's cousin that's gross okay i don't <laughs> what why first of all okay i have a big thing with couples costumes in which i hate couples costumes that are like one's a deer and one's a hunter <laughs> Right. Yeah. (laughs) Or like problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Or like um one's Ash and one's Pikachu. (laughs) I okay, I I don't like things that like imply bestiality. Um and or like incest. So like that implies incest and I don't like it at all. I don't like it. I know I mean I'm sure people look cute, but I'm just not the fan. It's not the worst cousin thing that happens in this book. It's so. not. This and that's true. the worst part. <laughs> that is the worst part. Because when we get to that part, I was like, maybe I'm wrong. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go back and read this paragraph yeah. again. I was like, let me just. <laughs> oh no, no. Oh, yep, no. that's what happened. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ugh. So, um, no, I was just when she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna dress up as Max's cousin." I'm like, I, rethink that, please. <laughs> a terrible idea. Um, I hate that. Thank you. Also, while we're on this topic, because you know, I'm assuming we. Uh, all the listeners out here have read through the book. Uh, yeah. When, now I'm thinking about the fact that, like, you know, Rebecca is sleeping with her cousin. Did she purposely dress up as a joke to be his cousin because she was sleeping with her cousin? She was a horrible bitch. Yeah. yeah. So it's She's the possible. worst. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Or maybe she just really likes the cousin thing. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no I, I hate this I hate this so much <laughs> so I love the main character's ability to make up stories about things that aren't happening but she's like 100% <laughs> convinced are happening and they're so detailed like I kind of love it but I like, forget it's not happening yeah me too like in the world building sense I'm like oh this is definitely happening and then I'm like wait our narrator is unreliable and has extreme anxiety this is probably not happening See, it annoys me to read these parts because I just want to know what's happening, not what mm-hmm. she's just like imagining in her head. But at the same time, I kind of do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I, I get it, I guess. It's fair. <laughs> when I, in my head, I always go for like a general vibe of what I think people are thinking. But like, she's like got exact phrasing <laughs> where they're sitting and what they're thinking about, what they're going to do for the rest of their day. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> bit much for me, but all right. <laughs> Apparently, while the main character had these thoughts about how, like, Rebecca and Ma- uh, Maxim used to act together, she was, like, fully acting them out and trying to figure <laughs> out what... Uh, and then, like, Maxim's like, what are you even doing? What are you thinking about? What's happening? And, like, one, I have done this, but, like, when I was reading a book, you know? So, like, that's a vibe. I get yeah. it. I have walked around having an argument. And then realize, like, oh, crap, people are here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it I think hilarious. we're all guilty. Yeah. My favorite is when I'm driving and I see somebody definitely doing it down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, now we can all pretend like we're on the phone. So it's- I know. I had AirPods in and I was at the gym listening to an audiobook, And I caught myself being like, oh, my God. And then I was like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Like... That looks weird. <laughs> I drive a Zamboni for my job mm-hmm. and I've done like big games and mm-hmm. I'm listening to an audiobook. Once I was bawling. <laughs> Zamboni driver was just great. And all the time I'll be listening to something funny and I'm just laughing like a maniac <laughs> driving this huge machine. I do not care. <laughs> uh, How is driving a Zamboni? I kind of wanted to do that at some point. Like uh, I just think that's fun. It's the best. It's actually the best job. Yeah, that sounds great. Just because, like, I don't know, there's something aesthetically pleasing about, like, just clean ice. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's big. It's loud. It's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your belly. Mm -hmm. But once you know what the hell you're doing, it's it's great. Do you? I run really hot, so, like, Mm -hmm. I'm always warm. So being in an arena is perfect. Yeah. Do you have those 3M work headphones? I don't wear them, except for when they started saying that I wasn't allowed to wear 
uh, earbuds. And I was like, oh, good luck seeing them now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I, my friend has them because they do like house contracting or whatever. And I tried them on and I was like, oh, dog, I'm going to have to get a pair of these. Yeah. Like, <laughs> noise canceling like no other. Beautiful. Love that. Just imagine editing. I'd hear everything. Yeah. <laughs> no dog barking on this podcast. I'll catch no. it. <laughs> no babies crying. <laughs> so anyways, Maxim looks at, you know, our main character having all this like conversation on her face. And it was like, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. The facial expression <laughs> you just made gave me some real bad vibes. And she was like, oh, what did I do? And he's like, you looked like you were lying to me and like you were super deceitful and sneaky and i did not vibe with it he said something like it looked like you have knowledge you're not supposed to have or something Mm -hmm. weird like that and i was like that's a weird thing to say makes sense now yeah (laughs) i love it because it's like the whole place is possessed and like tainted with rebecca Mm -hmm. and that was like an actual little possession and Mm -hmm. spooky yeah I love that. And also, like, it finally gave me, like, a little insight into Maxim. And, like, I was, at the moment when I read that, I thought it was just, like, Maxim not liking the idea of her being, like, more knowledgeable. And, like, listen, Mm -hmm. I thought, at that point, I was, like, Maxim's a perv. Okay, like, I don't trust this man. I think he likes her because she's young, and that's gross. But, like, now I'm, like, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The opinion changes once you get that drop. You're like, yeah. oh, oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah that's better. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't really hate you now. Like, you're fine. It's it's cool, dog. We're cool. Which I just like to say, I think this means that I was right. He's not a total <laughs> ass. Because <laughs> I was doubting myself the last episode. I was like, oh my god, I'm psycho. Something must be wrong with me. And I was like, no, I just. I think he's good. I think he's all right. And then I realized that one of the reasons why I think that is because all the little weird things he does Mm -hmm. is what I would do. (laughs) I relate to him. So when you're like, oh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't love her. He doesn't like, what are you talking about? Look at all these little ways he's showing love. (laughs) Listen, I'm a big uh, sap for words of affirmation. I, I don't know that he's not like I mean he did kill. Yeah, but oh, she was yeah. horrible. She was horrible. So bad. Listen, I mean, I don't want to say so. someone deserves to be shot and killed, but like yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. <laughs> like I I mean I get it. Also, I I fully support him in this moment. But, like, I also support toxic bookmen. Okay? I don't know. (laughs) It's something about it, you know? It's like, oh, they'd kill for me? How cute. How romantic. But, like, (laughs) I just, I get it. Like, he was fully right in this moment. Yep. She was garbage. And I'm glad she's not there anymore. Yes. Yes, sir. I'm so bad at talking about everything that's, like, chapters away from where we're at. It's fine. (laughs) it's what it is and and we're gonna do it so it's fine (laughs) it's too big of a reveal you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah anyways back to where we were at uh this is when i started getting nervous as soon as mrs danvers like was like hey how about you dress like this like in that moment i was like oh we're going south 
things are not going well. Uh, send smack the help button. And like Mrs. Danvers had never been nice to her. And in that moment, she's like, oh yeah, she's actually finally warming up to me. I'm like, no, she's not. No, no. What? I feel like she was also described as having like an evil, like grin or something. I kind of pictured like the Grinch, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I just was like, are you serious right now? Like, do not trust her at all. What? Why would you do that? Yeah. Such a bad call. And also just a bad costume choice. I don't care. Whatever Mrs. Danvers says, do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, just... It's like, oh, like, they suck at costumes, but then I think about how racist everyone else's costumes were. <laughs> it's just like... Ugh. Yeah. I know. I was like, well... Yeah, they were so bad. Like blackface, all of it. I was like, okay. Yeah. The Chinese man with the fingernails. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <sighs> yes, yeah, so I think maybe she had, she did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least it wasn't racist. I guess. Like, our, I think our yeah. like, you know, scale of good to bad is a little skewed on this moment. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, at this point, Maxim's the only real winner here. Frank in his pirate costume. There we go, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure. I think Frank might be the hero of this book. (laughs) Frank understood the assignment, okay? (laughs) (laughs) So the only good thing is, is that no one is going to be spending the night at this party, except Beatrice and Giles, which, like, apparently everyone used to spend the night. Like, good that they're not drinking and driving. Prep. That also sounds horrible. It sounds, yeah, it sounds terrible. She's like, yeah, people would like sleep on the sofas and on the floor. Uh, Aren't you guys rich? You don't sleep on the floor on the sofas. Yeah. Like, you're, I don't know. That's not what I would picture. I got the vibe that they were passing out after drinking. This mm-hmm. party wrapped up at five a.m. Yeah, yeah. If anybody said this party will be over at five a.m., it's like, cool. I'm not coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to do New Year's Eve today parties. Um, when I was a young child and they would last so long that my dad would cook breakfast in the morning. Ugh. 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 It makes me actually want to like puke a little bit. <laughs> that makes me want to have a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> or like sometimes like when everyone was like the kids were growing up and stuff like that, they would, uh, everyone would go to sleep for a few hours and then my dad would do brunch. Like I, it was a neighborhood party, so everyone would go to their respective homes and then come to mm. our home and the day of and do like football and brunch. So, what kind of kids are these, anyways? <laughs> well, I was like it's two minutes past bedtime and they're screaming, crying. Well, all of the kids down. go and sleep in some <laughs> kid's room. So, all, basically, it's like all the parents are partying and then like the okay. kids go to like all of the kids were around the same age. So we all just went into like different bedrooms of like whoever's house we were at and yeah. slept on the floor or whatever. All right, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> like I have distinct memories of like one year, like we had the party at our house and like there was like four people sleeping in my room. And then I wake up and like no one's there anymore because each parent just came and like grabbed their child when they're ready to leave, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so the dress arrived in time of the party, which is good, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then Max and Frank still don't know what she's doing. So, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little yeah. bit cruel to her, I thought. I, yeah. And like, it's... they went a little bit too far in the teasing. Mm-hmm. In my in my heart, anyways. Which is why I think it added to the fact that, like, she was really thinking that, like, he... That Maxim thought she did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, that didn't help at all. No. Has he met her? Obviously she didn't do it on I purpose. Know. Like... I just think the lineup of events of her having that like secretive facial expression while she was thinking to like them being vindictive a little bit and then like not vindictive I guess they were just like teasing her really harshly but then her coming out in that costume just all that did not make a good picture. No. She was so confident. Yeah. It was like the first time. She was so excited. I know. She probably looked smoking too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then our main character is just like, you know, getting all excited. She's like, how about we all go to bed and then we can just like, you know, get ready for the party in the morning. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. That's fine. And she's just like hype. She is very hype. So on her way to bed, she's looking at all these like decorations and everything. They've got ready for the party. She's very excited because it looks super cute. And she's like, I kind of also wish they would have done a period ball. Because I think that would have been cute. And yeah, at least it would have been like a little less racist, I think. Because hopefully. Jeez, oh, Pete's really bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, we're Canadian. So when the Giles' costume, I instantly saw Trudeau. Like, oh my God, uh, I know. <laughs> right. Our prime minister, when he was young, he did like a full turban, blackface, Hindi thing. And yeah. During uh, the election, it got blasted all over the place. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. Oh. It was too bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that photo didn't age well, I'll tell you what. No. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I don't understand the point, but maybe it's because I'm a Gen Z. And so, like, I, I really am just like, you don't have to paint on your face and also make a mockery when you're doing a costume yeah you you cannot (laughs) you cannot plus like what even there's nothing cute or creative about that at all so no no I've been in parenting groups like for Halloween or whatever and people are like well my daughter wants to be Moana so should I put dark makeup on her they're like no no obviously no <laughs> when other kids are being princesses you don't see them like painting their faces white like what yeah is wrong with you literally it's, every year it comes up and yeah like how, how is this not common knowledge by now <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. like first off one body paint comes off so easily why would you even want to do that Right. Like I feel like people put that in the comments because they want to start a fight about like a child, you know, because like one, children get into everything. Like if you put mm-hmm. makeup, like eyeliner or something on a child, it is all over everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would you want to put body paint on them? <laughs> no, don't do it. No. It's like you're like, hey, my kid wants to be an Oompa Loompa. Should I paint them orange? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with painting your body orange but it's an infant and that seems like a terrible idea what we are thinking about letting my one and a half year old be the hulk mm-hmm. and i'm like oh how am i gonna do this 
because <laughs> she gotta be green. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she'll be somebody who isn't the Hulk. But God, she'd be such a good Hulk. She you would could be. do like one of those full like onesies and then just not have green face. That's true. Um, or I could do like I don't know. She's so she's so hulky. Oh. So we'll see. We're gonna be the Avengers. That's cute. This year, so we'll figure it out. So the day of the party and our main character's getting ready and she won't let anyone in and she's super excited. I'm like, this is not going to go well. It's not. And so she then makes the drummer announce her. (laughs) So bad. And the worst part is they announce her not as her actual name, but as Caroline DeWinter, which is the cousin. Yeah. Ah! (laughs) Ugh, it was so, so awkward. Bad. Yeah. So bad. The only saving grace was that not everybody was there yet. Yeah. Could you imagine if she had waited until the party started to actually arrive? Ugh. Yeah. God. I just, oh, it's so bad. So. It's so bad. As soon as the drummer announces, no one says a single word. No one claps. Beatrice makes a sound that sounds like crying. Like yeah. She like cries out. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, Maxim is pissed. He comes up to her and he's like, you need to go change. And she's like, what did I do? Like, what's wrong? What happened? What did I do? And he's like, go up to your room, change into anything, anything at all. He's like, go get out of this dress, get out of everything. And she's like, tears back, crying, and then happens to see Mrs. Danvers, who is smirking. And I was like, oh, ah, Obviously, don't do hate her. Ugh, the mm-hmm. worst. Ugh. Like, what a crafty woman, though. Yeah, she sucks. Yeah. How is she not fired? I don't understand. I will never understand. I would have fired her so many times. Mm-hmm. So many. Of course, every time, like, my husband is the boss where he works, and he says something like, fire him. Yep. <laughs> I I love the idea of firing everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me, nobody would have jobs. <laughs> See, and I've never been a boss. So, like, anytime someone tells me about a minor inconvenience that happened at their work, I'm like, quit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, one of my really good friends has been at, like, this terrible job for a couple years. And every time she texts me, like, even if it's not about the job, I'm like, leave your job. Get out of there. <laughs> And now, like, COVID's hit and they're paying, like, people in our industry way better. And I'm like, jump ship and set sail on something else because it's time to quit your job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm the toxic friend in my friend group. I know this about myself. It's fine. I'll be everyone's hype woman. If you're looking for a sign to quit your job, this is it. Anyways. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Barely Bookish Podcast. So, obviously we don't have the best book club joining us here in the outro, um, but please be sure to check out their podcast. It's very good. Uh, Also, check out their book club because, you know, best book club. Um, But yeah, please be sure to check that out because they're very fun if you haven't been 
able to tell as I'd really love and enjoy like I really love having them on and I think they're a delight so please check them out and check out their podcast and go enjoy all that great stuff over there um but yeah if you want to follow me I'm at barely bookish on absolutely everything um I have a book club as well over on discord we just finished these hollow vows and are currently picking our next read um which I'm very excited about because I'm you know, it's on Discord. It's got a bunch of delightful people in it. But yeah, that's kind of all I've got. I don't really have any big announcements this week. Um, we did, we are probably going to have some holiday sales on the merch store. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'll try and announce those over on Instagram as well. So you will know when those are happening. But yeah, I will catch you guys later. Our theme song was created by Raphael Crux. Our logo was designed by my little sibling, Sarah. And I'll catch you guys later. Bye!